0: what's up y'all and welcome to Marley the podcast where I use over a decade of experience in the health and fitness space to help you find what's gold and what's old so you can achieve all your health goals seamlessly. Last week, I took a poll on Instagram to see what topic everyone would want to hear more about this week. And to no surprise, talking about setting realistic goals was far outnumbered compared to the other two topics that were voted on. And with 2022 quickly, quickly, quickly approaching. And by quickly, I mean less than a week away. Who knows where the time went, but with so much time spent thinking about like, okay, what's my new year's resolution gonna be? There's also a lot of us that fail ourselves in this process of setting resolutions, sticking to our goals, and really being able to put in motion how to achieve these. And I know a lot of us wanna be like, new year, new me, You don't have to completely recreate yourself to be a better version of yourself this next year. And that being said, you don't even have to start in January. Like you don't have to wait until a new year to start. I know that is kind of the kickoff of when we like to really put things into action, but believe it or not, right around like 55% of goals are going to be health related, whether that's getting into a gym routine whether or not that's losing weight, but only 8% of those people actually achieve their goals from start to finish when they set them. So think about if you were to put 25 people in a room, that means 8% of those people would only be two people that achieve their goals out of those 25. So what sets those people apart from the 23 people who don't actually put their goals into motion and don't follow through with those goals over the course of the next few months over the course of the next year and I was reading an article and Harvard Health actually pointed out five questions that gives you a push to make these goals a reality and there's five select ones that are great that I was like okay these 100% make sense we could all answer these questions and the first one would be why do you want to make a change I think it's so 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 important for us to just get really clear about why we want to make this change, like who it's for, because obviously, if it's for everyone else and it's not really a goal geared towards something that we want, it's going to be a lot easier for us to not actually achieve that goal. And with that being said, the second question is Is your goal something that is concrete or measurable? So, in regards to health and fitness, if you want to set a goal of losing 10 pounds by July, instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds this year, set a benchmark for yourself. Set some Measurable goals that you can track. And that way you can see how you are being successful in the next months to get to that 10 pounds that you want to lose. And then the third question here would be, what is your plan? Because let's be honest, having goals without a plan ain't going to work. If you're trying to lose 10 pounds, but you're not changing any of your habits from last year, then how, how do you expect to lose 10 pounds? I would like you to riddle me that. And then the fourth question here would be, who can support you as you? you are walking into this goal as you're walking into a new year as you're trying to work towards this change who can be there to support you keep you accountable and a lot of times our own support is not enough and that's totally okay because yes we can be intrinsically motivated but sometimes it does take that outside person for us to rely on for us to rely on for support for accountability to have a group in place because without that help there are going to be days when you struggle there are going to be days days when it's not easy. you're There are going to be days you want to talk yourself out of waking up and crushing your goal. So who's going to be there to support you through those days that aren't easy? Because if you only did things when they were easy, how many days out of the year would you actually do things? And then the fifth question here is how will you celebrate win? And I think this is the biggest setback I see in my own clients and people I know is they don't celebrate small wins. And that's a huge, huge, huge factor because you don't have to lose 10 pounds in 10 10- days for it to be a win. You can lose a pound in 10 days. That's still a win. You can hit the gym three days a week when before you were hitting the gym one day a week. That's a win. I think that we like to only celebrate milestones, but some of these smaller milestones really add up to the bigger wins and the bigger picture. So if you don't do these small manageable steps now, how are you going to get to the bigger steps down the road? So this is something that I think really celebrating these small wins is crucial. And I try and instill this and all my clients and at the end of my check-ins, we have a portion that says, tell me something you're proud of for the week or give yourself a compliment. And if it's been a tough week, sometimes my clients have a really, really hard time giving themselves a compliment or thinking about something to be proud of. But just because you had an off week doesn't mean that you can't be proud of something small. It doesn't even have to be health and fitness related. Like You can be proud of your mentality. A certain day last week, you can be proud of a way you handled a situation. And when we think about these goals, so think about January. January 1st is just a day. And we create this huge, huge, like, lofty idea of, okay, January 1st, I'm going to hit it hard. But you can reset your calendar each day for a fresh start. It doesn't have to be January 1st, be January 5th. So thinking that if you have small hiccups in the road, can't achieve your goal, that's just our mindset getting in the way. And really and truly our mindset can take us further if we learn how to restructure these goals and make them more achievable for us. It doesn't matter if they're more achievable for other people. You're not other people, you are you. And that's how we need to set these goals. And when we're thinking about, okay, you wanna lose 10 pounds. Well, right now that seems like a lot, right? So I try and remind people to work in smaller circles. We call them Zorro circles. So focus on something small, but go big. So you want to set a big goal for yourself, right? You want to goal set for something large, but select a small area to conquer at a time. And we can relate this to the show Hoarders. Have you ever seen the show Hoarders? Because I know I got so immersed in that show, but they would have people come in, right? And be like, okay, we need to clean your house out by next week. Do you know how overwhelming that is for someone that's a hoarder? You literally sit there, you open the door, you take a look and you're like, oh, how do I do this? Like there's so much stuff that has accumulated over the years. I don't know where to start. So instead of looking at the whole big picture all at once, you have them start in a specific area. So say you're cleaning out your home gym, right? So instead of focusing on the whole room, focus on a section of the room. So say you have a mat in the corner that's piled with stuff, start there. And then once you're done with that, given task, you expand the circle. So what's around the mat? that Okay, now that's done. Now what's around that? That Okay. And then the circle gets so big that you eventually tackle the room, you eventually can move to another room or other areas. And this is the same with a fitness journey. This is the same with your health journey. This is the same with resolutions. This is the same with goals. So if we look at it in that way, okay, maybe you don't know how to track macros, right? And I know I have had a ton of clients come to me and they don't know how to track macros. So how can we tackle this in a way that's managed? Because if we look at all the different things that we focus on in a given week, so my clients focus on getting enough sleep, getting enough water, getting your 10,000 steps in, managing stress, getting workouts in each week, how the heck do you fit in all of these things? And then also trying to nail down your nutrition. So say nutrition is the biggest task that you have to tackle because this is something you're not super familiar with. You've never, been taught how to count macros. So how do we start in a way that's not going to overwhelm us and make us feel like we aren't making any progress at all. So let's start with one macro at a time, right? So say this first week, let's focus on protein. Let's make sure we nail down your protein. And then once you get in the habit of like, okay, this is how I can nail my protein. All right, let's add in the carbs. Let's see how you can still do those same tasks and set up your meals each week to hit your protein. But now you want to incorporate hitting your carb. Okay. It might take you a little longer. That's fine. Doesn't have to take a week, five days, a two week, but just spend time on one thing. And then once you nailed in protein and carb, all right, cool. Let's add, let's add your fats. Okay. Spend some time on that. And then it all comes together. You have protein, fat, and carbs, which are ding, 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 your macros. All right. So it doesn't seem so scary when we break it down into chunks. And when we do these so-called Zorro circles, because you're not trying to focus on every single thing at once. You're focusing on these smaller areas that you can really advance at one at a time. And that way it doesn't seem seem like this goal of 10 pounds you want to lose by July is in, in, um, inachievable, you know, because that's why a lot of people fail is because one, you don't set a timeline on goals. So say if you, say if you had a goal and you're like, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds in 2022. Okay. Well, how are you going to get there? And you can definitely lose 10 pounds before the end of the year. So why are you playing so small with your goals? Well, I've never lost pounds before and like, I don't know if I can do it, Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and you can achieve it. I promise. Like it, it takes just small manageable steps to get there. And I know that you can get there. And when we think about goals, I really try and break it down and I call them SMART goals. And SMART is just an acronym. So S is specific and specific means something that is significant to you. So someone else might not care about losing 10 pounds. Someone else might want to gain 10 pounds, but to you, gaining 10 pounds is not your goal. So you want to get specific in a goal. that means something to you because guess what the m is going to be meaningful and that makes it so that you can actually achieve a specific goal which the specific goal would be 10 pounds measurable would be by july and then if we're moving to the a a is attainable or action oriented so what actions can you take to lose 10 pounds by july okay going to the gym three to four days a week starting to track macros that way that you know you're in a calorie deficit. These are all action oriented. And then if we move to the R in SMART, that would be relevant or rewarding. Because if a goal is not something that is relevant to what you want or rewarding to you, who cares? You're not gonna, you're not trying to achieve a goal that someone else wants, but it doesn't really mean anything to you. So you want to make sure that you have a goal that is relevant to your life. And if we're thinking about this in a way that is time bound, which would be the T, or you can even think about it as a track goal. So how can you track your progress? Half of July is what March, April. So the middle of April, you're like, okay, I want to make sure I'm at that five pound mark loss. And that way I know that I am on the road 10 pounds by July. This is a great way to track that goal. This is a great way to have it be time sensitive. So all of these specific things make your goal smart. So when we're thinking about it, let's like you can even get a piece of paper out, write down okay, what is a specific goal? What is measured measurable about this goal? How can I attain it? How is it rewarding? And how is it trackable? That way, once you get very clear about all of these things, it makes it so that you can be a couple steps closer to actually achieving your goal. And I know we've been told this so many times growing up, but I am a hundred percent believer in writing things down. I still have an old school planner, write it down. I also have a gratitude journal, write it down, write down, my grocery list when I go to the store. Why? Because once we write it down, it is going to be ingrained in our memory a lot more than us just having this mental note. So the same is going to go for your goals. I want you to write it down. And I want you to write it down in the way that I laid out in terms of the SMART acronym, because I think this is huge, huge, huge in terms of really getting clear on what you want. And your goals in 2022 don't have to be health and fitness related, but I know that there are, so many people that make that a priority and it's freaking great but I don't want it to just be a priority because it's January I want you to make this a priority in March I want you to make it a priority in April I want you to do May June July August all the way until next year I want you to make it a priority for you And I know that it's not super easy. And I'm not trying to say that setting health goals is easy because it's not. And it takes a lot of learning and a lot of unlearning what we've known throughout the years, especially in terms of nutrition, because think about what we're taught growing up. Not much. We're taught to like eat a plate full of veggies, protein, and carb. But what I eat and what a 300 pound man eats is not supposed to be the same for our goals. And serving sizes on containers don't really teach you much because it boils down to the same thing. That 300 pound man is not supposed to be eating just one serving of rice to achieve his specific goals. And maybe I don't need to be eating a full serving of rice for my goals. So that's why having someone to help direct you through these health and fitness schools is huge. That's why coaching skyrockets in January, which you can also see this in gym memberships, gym memberships. You'll notice if you go to the gym and you work out regularly, when you start going in January, you're like, holy shit, there are so many new faces. There's so many new people. And I absolutely love that feeling because it's so nice to see so many people want to really commit to their own health and fitness goals, especially people who are doing it on their own. It's not easy. It's not easy to start at a gym. It's not easy to show up every day for yourself it's not easy and instead of being like wow it's so crowded be like I'm super proud of these people I hope they stick around because I remember back in the day like I used to be like oh my god I wish there weren't so many people here like resolutioners but when you think about it only 8% of those people are going to be there in a month. You are totally worth any goal you set for yourself. And I know that all of us are not fitness inclined. All of us don't love the gym. We don't love working out. But find something that works for you. Find something that you love for you that you want to show up to do because if you show up and do something that someone else loves, that's not really going to translate into you finding your rhythm, finding your groove and really appreciating that specific thing. Because if you love doing CrossFit and you try and do Pilates because you're trying to, but you don't actually like Pilates, you're not going to stick with it. Stick with what you love. Stick with what works. And if you don't know what works, try something out. Try something out with someone you resonate with. Get some fun passes. I don't know if you've ever heard a class pass, but I had class pass for a little bit. And it's great because you can try all these different gyms. They have aerial yoga. They have pole fitness. They have regular yoga, CrossFit, they have hit classes, cycle classes. They have gym membership type of gyms on there, like anything you can think of at your fingertips. There's so much technology these days that there's really an infinite resource for us to find something that works for us. So if you say, well, well, working out or being active just isn't my thing. Okay, well, do you think that there is something that is your thing that maybe you just haven't found? I would say so. I seriously hope this has helped steer you in a direction of figuring out where to start with your goals for next year or where to start with your goals right now. Maybe you're not going to wait till January. Maybe you're going to start right now, have a piece of paper, write it out and create small manageable steps. Create these small Zorro circles in order to achieve that because it can get very overwhelming to look at the bigger picture and you know, maybe you think about the last time you lost 10 pounds and you're like, wow, I can't even think about the last time I lost 10 pounds. So how am I going to lose 10 pounds next year? What am I going to do differently? What steps do I need to take that may be a little bit uncomfortable, but will get me closer to my goal? And those are the steps you need to take. And if you need someone to keep you accountable, if you need someone there to offer knowledge and tools and resources and guidance, do that for you. Start off the year and invest in your damn self. Use that Christmas money because you're totally worth it it and I feel like I try and make you believe that but I want you to like repeat that to yourself write it down in the mirror and really and truly just start make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and head on over to my instagram at marley rosano to check out even more helpful content